Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Perkei Avos podcast with Rabbi Shlomo Kohn, where we live with the ethics of the Torah. If you have any questions or comments, or you'd like to reach out just to say hello and to give your feedback, please feel free to send me an email at rabbishlomokon with a K at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Additionally, if you enjoy this podcast, you might also like my classes on the Parsha of the Week. It's the Practical Parsha podcast. You can search for it by looking in the show notes or by searching for the Practical Parsha podcast. This week, we're continuing with Perek Aleph, Mishnah Yud Zion. Chapter 1, Mishnah 17. The Mishnah begins. Shimon Benai Oimer. Shimon, his son, this is the son of Rabbi Shimon ben Gam, of Rabbi Gamliel. His he was named as Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel was the nasi, and now his son is giving the next Mishnah um, in Perkiavos. He says, "Kol yomai gadalti All my days, I grew up by the between the sages. I was raised among the sages." And I found nothing better for oneself than silence. And not the study is the most important factor. Rather, action. Whoever talks obsessively may be hate. Brings sin upon himself. So we have three points in the Mishnah. And the first idea, the first thing which I want to point out is that the Mishnah says, Shimon Benoi, that this is the son of Rabbi Gamliel. And he, is, he grew up in the house of the Nasi, the president of the congregation of the Jewish people. And it says he used, he would say, and if you look at the other Mishnahs, there's a differentiation. There's a difference. Because in the last, until this point in time, the Mishnah has been saying, Kiblu Mehem. Each one of the successive sages would receive the tradition from their teacher, from their father, and it would be passed on. Now, at this point in time, the, the tradition became a little bit weaker. It doesn't say Reb, Reb Shimon ben Benoyem, or it says Shimon. Beno. And the, the reason that it says Shimon Beno is because the Mishnah is being taught by the son of, of the son of Rabbi Gamliel. And the teachings that he taught were taught before he was in the position of Nasi. And therefore, it's appropriate to only refer to him as Shimon. Now, the, the first idea which we see in the Mishnah is this thought of I was raised among the sages and, and what I saw was the most beneficial was silence. You know, there's the expression, the expression goes, silence is golden. That you can learn more from people and communication skills from not saying anything than from speaking up many times. You know, obviously there's times when you need to speak up. There's times when you need to be quiet, but more times than not, 
being quiet will help you more than being than speaking up. And this is something I believe that if you look in the wording of the Mishnah, it says Shimon Benoy Oimer. He says this is something that he experienced himself. And the Shimon is giving us this this thought, this idea that this idea of silence, gaining from silence and not speaking up is something which you have to gain through life experience. I mean, hopefully it's not to teach it to us, but this is something which he learned and he saw firsthand. And it is something which is primarily picked up by life experience. And I, I, I think of certain scenarios myself when I was in di- different meetings with people and I felt like I learned more about communication and about other people just by observing and not saying anything. That when you're quiet, you see how other people interact. And and sometimes, unfortunately, it's how their lack of communication. And you're able to, I guess, learn communication skills because, you know, we are all that other person, the other guy who's, you know, could be making a fool out of themselves by speaking up in a funny way or not communicating in a clear way. And when you're silent, you're able to learn and understand. You're able to absorb. And that's what Shimon Benoy is telling us. That, that's just one little understanding of it. Another explanation which I saw, which is a little bit of a deeper understanding of this Mishnah, is if you look in the wording of the, of the first teaching that Shimon was teaching us, it says, Let's look at the wording. We find what's good for the guf, which is the body, quiet. And the Maral brings down that when it says that, that this, that I found nothing better than silence, it's referring to the physical body. That when we are talking about our physical needs, how much importance do we put on the physical? How much importance do we put on the, you know, on the things that we eat? on the vacations that we take, on our careers. Obviously, these things are important. We need to eat. We need to you know, feel good about ourselves. We need to take a vacation. But where's the focus of our lives? Where do we, what do we talk about to everybody? What do we, you know, what's on our minds all the time? And the Mishnah is telling us that for when it comes to the goof, to the body, to the physical, it's better to be to talk less to be silent, to not focus on it so much. And on the flip side, when it comes to matters of the soul, of the neshama, of our ruchnias, of our spiritual lives, we, it is good to speak about it. That's what we need to focus on. Then it's good to speak about that. That's what we should have a good focus on, our spirituality, our connection with Hashem, our mitzvahs, our Torah. That's something which is real. And that's something which we need to have a constant outlook on and focus. Another idea where we see the, this importance of silence is the fact that when it comes to our anger, when it comes to dealing with other people and controlling ourselves, you know, it's not so easy to, you know, for those of us who have tempers and to get upset and get angry, it's very easy to lash out and lose control. The, the sages say it's brought down that one of the ways a person can gain mastery over their, over their temper and over their anger is by silence. 
You know, sometimes we're faced with a situation and we the first uh, inclination we have is to react, is to say something back, is to give a sharp line. The mission is telling us, don't do that. Just be silent. That's an important lesson, that if we want to say something that we think might be hurtful, that we think, you know, that we might react the wrong way, might be taken improperly, so then it's better to have silence, to be quiet. If you're not sure how to act, it's better not to act at all. And that's an important um, concept we have. There's a, such a concept of Sheval Tase, that when someone's faced with a, with a situation of to do or not to do, obviously it's not talking about a commandment, but it, you know it's a life situation. Many times it's better to sit and not do than to risk doing and causing someone pain, cause it, you know, humiliating yourself, losing control. And it's in these situations where we just can train ourselves to sometimes be silent. So then we become bigger people, better people, and gain more self-control over ourselves, which in of itself is a major accomplishment when it comes to our character building and character development. There's also a very interesting idea that the sages say as well, that when it comes to our words that we say, we're limited. Now, there's a, there's a, uh, a certain set amount of words that a person has in their lifetime. And when we use up those words, you know, our, our, our time has uh, ended. I, I don't know. I, you know, I can't, don't ask me to explain this whole concept. But the idea is, is that those words that we talk about are only words which are mundane words, which are, you know, which are, are not spiritual. Words that we speak of Torah or, uh, you know, of things that are mitzvot, Torah, spiritual things, those are unlimited. We're not limited in, in any of the, in, in, in those, in that regard. Now, the Mishnah tells us a second point here, which is very interesting. It says, Not study, but practice is the main thing. So that's a very interesting statement. Not study, but practice. So when it comes to Judaism, unfortunately, there's a very big saying out there that people, you know, it's, it is very nice. People feel very in their hearts. They feel very Jewish. But it's very important for us to remember that Judaism is an action-based religion. That we have to, it's not enough to be Jews in our hearts. We also need to be Jews in action. It is a beautiful thing if a person feels Jewish in their heart, special. But the Torah gives us a guidelines and instructions on how we should be Jewish. And it's the Torah, the mitzvos. And the, the Mishnah is giving us a very important insight that when it comes to study, we have to have an outlook of study to do. That the point of learning is to take it and to put it into action. Now, obviously, Rome was not built in a day. and Life's about work, but the, you know, the outlook we need to have in our minds when we come to study is that I'm going to try to absorb the lessons of the Torah in, in any way that I could. That already is, an, is the proper outlook and attitude when it comes to, um, when it comes to, to learning. You know, it's not just the learning for stimulation, 
there's a, I believe I read an article somewhere that in South Korea, they study Talmud to sharpen their minds, the students in college, that they saw that it helps people with certain analytical skills to, to study the Talmud. So when we learn the Talmud, when we learn Torah, it's not to sharpen our minds. Sure, it has that effect. It has that benefit. But that's not the, the point of studying Torah. It's the point of studying Torah is that it should change us and make us into better individuals. It's help us learn how to perform the Torah. It should help us be a, you know, be a better Jew, to have a better, have a better connection with Hashem. God willing, when we do that, we are becoming better people. And it's, it's very important to note that when we talk about the Torah, it's a Torah's chayim. It's a, it's a living Torah. It's not, you know, they, they, there's a discussion when it comes to the uh, Constitution. Is the Constitution a, a living, breathing document to be learned differently throughout generations? Or is it a, uh, something we have reference to? When it comes to the Torah, the Torah is a book that we, we use for a connection. It's something which we, which we always refer to. Obviously, the, the rules and the guide is set for us. It doesn't change. It's, it's eternal. But... It's something which we need to do, which trains us on how we should live in every scenario. It's not just something which is an archaic um, book that was for the for hundreds or thousands of years ago. It ha- it's just as much applicable as it was then as it is today. Now, another important aspect of this is that we know when it comes to studying Torah, there's that if a person has a mitzvah, that's impossible to do by any other person. So the halacha is, that they have to stop learning to do the mitzvah. They have to close their sefer to go perform the mitzvah, whatever it may be. If it's burying the dead, there's no one else to do it, whether it be to escort the bride. And the Gemara talks about this, that when there's a mitzvah that no one else could do, and you and it's, it's incumbent upon you to do it, you need to stop learning to do it. So we see that the idea of learning is for us to equal it into performance, to, 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 and to translate it into action, for us to perform the mitzvot and to 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 make it actualize it into something else. The the last idea of this Mishnah is that whoever talks excessively brings upon sin. So we know there's an expression loose lips sink ships. That if people talk too much, it causes problems. You know, how many stories do we know where people just talked and talked and it caused an issue? You said something, you know, you didn't mean to say. You didn't mean it. You just, you're just for talking. And the point is, is that when it comes to our words, we have to remember that God gave us two coverings for our mouth. We have teeth and we have lips. We have a double covering when it comes to our mouth. And the reason that the commentaries explain why God created us with two coverings for our mouth is that it's supposed to be a remembrance for us that the importance of a realization of what comes out of it, to be careful what comes out of your mouth. The the expression goes, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words may never hurt me. That is 100% false. Words can hurt a lot worse than sticks and stones. And it's something we have to remember when it comes to the way we deal with others and just 
talking without a calculation, without thinking about it. You know, we have to have a filter from what is in here to what comes out of our mouth. I'm sure we all know people that whatever processes in their mind comes right out of their mouth. I bet you, you know how much problems that can cause them. Now, when it comes to us as well, the Mishnah, Shimon Beno is telling us, Shimon is telling us that when it comes to speech, we have to be very careful on how we, we what we let out of our mouth. You know, there's a, there's in a very, uh, I once saw a magnet says you have to be careful on what comes into your mouth just as much as what comes out of your mouth. Just like we have a commandment to eat kosher, to make sure that whatever we ingest is of the proper certification and is not nothing non-kosher in there, no non-kosher animals, no bugs. Everything has to be done in the proper way. So too, we must be extra vigilant on what comes out of our mouth as well. That the words that come out of our mouth shouldn't be lashon hara, should not be forbidden speech, should not be rechil, should not be rechilos tail bearing, should not be you know idle chatter. And um, we just have to remember that when it comes to speaking to another person and what comes out of our mouth, we need to take thought of that, take stock of that, not just let whatever processes in our mind to come out and to just to speak to another person. So that's going to finish for today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to send any feedback, please feel free to send me an email at rabbishlomokom with a K at gmail.com. Everyone have a great day.